Welcome back to another issue. I'm Beastie Boy. I'm Table. I'm Red. And it is I, Shino Brando. And in this issue, we discuss the worst of the worst bloodsuckers of the comic universe. Now, I'm going to go somewhere we normally don't in terms of comics. There are some pretty big houses we love to talk about. The Marvels, the DCs. We'll go Dark Horse sometimes. We dabble in image. I'm going to talk about a product of MLJ Comics. Excuse or, me? as it's modernly known, Archie. Oh, okay. Tales from back the Red the Circle? <laughs> Tales from the Red Circle, that's exactly where we're going. This is you Archie. See, back in the 40s, mm-hmm. um, superheroes were big. Superheroes were a big fucking deal. And also it was the 40s, so World War II was ongoing. And everyone wanted a piece of the super-powered pie, including MLJ. And they had a lot of D-tier heroes in that time. One of their the- flag characters was called The Shield. Like, uh, does it get more mm-hmm. on the nose? Obviously, this didn't work. They tried over and over and over again to try and make the Red Circle, their superhero line, functional, and it just never happened. So in 1991, DC bought almost all of the rights for Impact Comics. And ever since 2008, they've sprinkled them here and there. Again, sprinkled because they all fucking suck. This particular guy sucks a little more literally than everyone else. His oh. name is Count Berlin. Count Berlin! <laughs> he was a Nazi spy working in the States in World War II. In his original origin, he stole weapons and did weird shit. He was eventually brought down by a hero called The Web. He has fangs and general vampiric abilities. He also will punch people and he has a gun. Strapped okay. is what he is. Strapped. He was a part of what was known as the Fourth Reich during his run in DC's world. The Fourth Reich went up against the Justice Society of America. Oh, yes, they did. So he's a Justice Society villain, technically. But his most recent appearance wasn't in Justice Society comics. It was in DC's Pride number one. He featured in one of the anthology stories in which... He had stolen Patroclus's bones and was going to use evil time magic to change his relationship with Achilles from lovers to cousins. That's that wait, that's how petty this man is? Yeah. That's kind of yep. um, that's mm. Well, you see, now he's a neo-Nazi, which means he's even more revisionist about history than an ordinary Nazi. Oh. So Thankfully, he was stopped by a sorcerer named Exchanio and Midnighter, who were going on a date, not a date. Uh, And while we technically don't know what happens to Mm. Count Berlin, we do know that he gets left alone with Midnighter as the panels fade to black. So Um, we can extrapolate. But here's the thing, it can't fade to black. Because he hates those two. Fucking <laughs> does. So he might be dead. Technically, it's possible he's alive. But I... Midnighter was faced with a homophobe and free time. So I'm inclined to say the dude's dead. I am also inclined to jump in on that train and go, oh, Midnighter ended this man. Ended yeah. the yeah. whole dude. Like, at the very least, he's not going to be sucking anyone's blood anytime soon. And that's the big thing. He's actually more a Nazi than he is a vampire. Like, the vampire thing is just tagged along as a gimmick for fun. Mostly, he's a Nazi. And that's stupid. (laughs) Count Berlin. Jesus Christ, what's next? Captain (laughs) Germany? 
Don't tempt fate. That might be out there. Oh my god. As a product of his time, Count Berlin makes sense. Making a Nazi vampire in the 40s, I guess. Sure, I can't stop you. But for God's sake, why is he still here? PC Pride number one came out this year, in 2021. Sadly enough, neo-Nazis like him exist in 2021. Just a fucking pointing. Always fun to see MLJ comics make an appearance, though. It, they got some weird even, shit sometimes. Even if it's a neo-Nazi that's got to make the pages for them. Christ. <laughs> of all the characters, that's the one that's, that's surviving. Oh, my God. It's bad to see. It's bad to see. Okay. But that's my bottom of the barrel vampire for the day. Let's say from one mm-hmm. kind of savages to the other, where else would Marvel dump a dumb vampire? In the savage land, of course. Uh-huh. Carl Lycos, aka Sauron. Pardon? Carl you mean... Lycos, aka Sauron. You mean the I dark lord of, of yeah, Mordor. <laughs> Hold on to that. Hold on to that. That comes okay. up. Oh, so he was created by Roy Thomas and legendary comics professional Neil Adams during the height of the Comics Code Authority. Okay. And so what started off as just kind of another vampire to add to Marvel's huge list of vampires actually got the more reptilian they made him, the more the Comics Code liked him. So they made him Evil a... lizards are okay. Right. Evil lizards are okay because they don't really exist. So says the Comics Code Authority. But now so, do vampires? Listen, yeah, when, when you're when who you're fighting with the comics code is the Catholics, <laughs> reptile oh, reptiles over vampires any day. So Thomas and Adams had to get really reptilian, and so they made Carl Lycos. Our good buddy Carl ended mm-hmm. up this way as a child after he was attacked by a pteranodon, a cousin oh, to a pterodactyl. Oh, oh fuck! Okay. I had the same question. I had the same question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it exists. It exists. Yeah, it's All a right. And I quote the Marvel Wiki here and now because the Marvel Wiki says, and somehow became an energy vampire. And somehow. Hmm, okay. Somehow Palpatine's returned. The more direct and quote somehow. was for reasons have never been explained, the Pteranodon bites Carl and somehow changed his genetic structure. We don't know. He just gets bitten. He just by did a, that. He just Excuse gets me. bitten by a fucking dinosaur. Excuse me. Bitten by a radioactive dinosaur. Ra- sorry. Radioactive pterodon. Gotcha. It just, Got it. It just did that. Unbelievable. Neil Adams. Legendary creator. You know what? Dinosaur bites him. Dinosaur. It can happen to Peter. It can happen to Carl. Exactly. Uh, safe. Anyway, so you got to imagine. Now that we've got essentially a, a vampiric pterodactyl running around. I hate both of those in the same sentence. <laughs> yeah, those shouldn't be connected. Of course he's got to meet the X-Men, right? Okay. And Carl had his run-in with the X-Men and was good pals with one Mr. Professor Xavier until Havoc, you know, the other Summer's brother, not the other other Summer's brother. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Havoc was injured real bad and Carl, our good buddy, stepped in to do some science in this man and... By science, I mean extrapolate his powers. Mm-hmm. Because if you're wild, you might as well get more wild, right? I'm a wild, crazy knight. So it flipped a switch in his head. He accidentally absorbed, well, purposely, absorbed most of Havoc's powers. It made him evil. And then he named himself Sauron after the Lord of the Rings character. He named himself that after the character. That's correct. I feel like that's got to be violating some sort of copyright law. You'd think. One would imagine. He Marvel, what the fuck? L- literally was like, 
That's so stupid. That's like me waking up one day and be like, you know what? I'm Vader. I'm Darth Vader. That's my name now. Because <laughs> I like the character so much, I'm taking the name. Unfucking believable. Everything about this guy is dumb. Vampiric pterodactyl. Pterodactyl. Pterodon. Pterodon. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's call a spade a spade, shall we? Pterodon. Anyway, uh, to this day, our good buddy Carl lives in the Savage Land and loves to hang out with Kazar. Oh, the other loser of the Savage Land. <laughs> I'm glad to see they're chummy. Are they playing chess? He's still evil. Oh, fuck. He still he? transforms from man to Pteranodon. Ter- I wish he wouldn't do that. And he <laughs> fights Kazar. As Sauron. As Sauron. I, I hope so he gets much. his stupid face bashed in. I didn't, know Kazar was, flat. I didn't know Kazar was the king of men, but all right. <laughs> so I was looking at a big list, right, when I came across mm-hmm. this character. And it's like, mm-hmm. da da da, this vampire, this vampire, pterodactyl. And my brain went, pterodactyl. And here we are. <laughs> like, oh, okay. You're like, vampire, 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 dinosaur? <laughs> Vampiric dinosaur. Excellent. Taking it, that one. Energy-based vampire. What? Somehow. The bookmarks and citations, right? Did someone fuck up this wiki page? What's going on? <laughs> fun, fun little as an aside. You want to know how Carl learned he has these uh, vampiric traits? How? how? He accidentally got too close to his own dog. Fucking. I hate what? that. I hate that. How does he, that even make sense? He got injured, got too close to his dog, started sucking uh-huh. the energy from his dog, and then got better. You're telling me he literally sucked the life force out of his dog. No, he didn't suck him dead, but certainly weakened him a lot. He didn't kill his own dog. So, Not quite dog welder levels of bad. Okay. I'm just going to put it out there that this character sucks so much that, that Marvel did it again within the X-Men pages. And they're like, let's try again, but make him cooler. How about Omega Red? Sounds good. Correct. Damn, okay. Wow. Utterly speechless, I know. I'm glad to know he exists, but I hate him. There he is That's on the okay. cover of an X-Men title. 90% of X-Men readers hate him too. Don't worry, you're not alone. <laughs> On the wings of death! If you've watched the yeah. 90s cartoon, you've seen him on the 90s cartoon before as well. Maybe. Like, probably a deep memory that my brain has forgotten, I guess. Fucking Sauron. Does that bring it to me? I it does. So. Yeah. Please, I don't know save how... us from this. Listen, listen. I don't know how you're going to take us away from a vampiric pterodactyl, pteranodon. I know. Shut up. This guy flies. Beastie, your guy has wings. What the fuck's up with that? Well, okay. So, you see, my boy, you see this guy. His name is Lord John Fallsworth, or as his na- moniker name is, Baron Blood. This character, Jordan Fallsworth, created by Roy Thomas again, oh, and Frank Robbins. Roy was busy. I, I see don't this. Know, I don't know what he was doing. Oh, but boy. But he was busy. He likes vampires, apparently, so there's fucking that. <laughs> his first appearance was actually in Invaders number seven, and he's part of the Earth 616 group, too. It was released in July 1976. So just a quick backstory of who this guy is before we get into the whole Baron blood. He was, he's part of this family or the uh, aristocrat under Lord William Fallsworth, who was the dad, a part of the, you know, the late Victorian and Edwardian times. Funny thing is he left his home at like some like young age. Didn't say specifically, but it was like his older brother, Montgomery, inherited the title Uh and the bulk of his estate was given to him because their dad had passed away just before World War One. I don't know why. John got pissed, and he was like, fuck this shit. I'm leaving. I wanted this whole estate to myself. I don't know what why that made him pissed. Just because he was, I guess, not getting the monies, I guess. Because he's he a was... crybaby. Because he was... Oh. 
He's Dio. Okay. <laughs> he wasn't as much of a daddy's boy as he thought he was. Basically. The, the interesting part about how he became a vampire. Let's just say this man went strolling around in like the castle of Dracula in Romania. So then he could... No, no, to find, and I kid you not, this is also from the Marvel Wiki, in order, and I quote, to find and control Dracula as a means of achieving immense wealth and power. This man really thought he could do it, and he thought he was that guy. That's what you're I'm not that you. You're not that guy, bro. Trust me, you're not that you're guy. You're not that guy. <laughs> like, he's, he's just so funny, because he really walked up, and he's like, hey, man, give me your powers. Oh, I own you. Oh, <laughs> Oh my god. Dracula looked at him. You're not that guy, pal. You're not. <laughs> Can't be that guy. Dracula just literally like looked at him, hypnotized him with his hypnotic powers, and turned him into a vampire in like 0.5 seconds. <laughs> like Dracula didn't even waste time. He was like, uh, you come into my castle, boom, you're a vampire. <laughs> like he's like, he walks out and he's like, you work for me now. And Dracula's like, Uber Eats delivers here now? <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I didn't know skip the dishes arrived that quick. Fuck. Oh my god. Skip the dishes. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> No, ah, my DoorDash has arrived. This is perfect. Right? <laughs> Hang on, I didn't order this pizza. I didn't even know you guys even came to my zone. This is good. This castle doesn't even show up in the maps. I'm surprised you even found it. Like, But yeah, like, this man got turned into the vampire in the quickest way possible I've ever seen in any media. And it was the funniest shit. But you want to know how he got his nickname? Baron Blood? I do. Please tell me how. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so during World War One, when I had, like, just, I think, early on stages of, like, when it broke out, he was offering his services into the whole German intelligence. And then okay. apparently they gave him the moniker or a codename Baron Blood. Reasoning, I don't know. But they made his costume more to the style of like, as you can see, like the purplish grayish styles, as you can see on the images here, just for, I guess, color-wise and I like, guess for night missions and all that stuff. But like he's run into people like Union Jack and like and Captain America too. Let's just say his ass has been whooped more than once. He looks so, like, like Deflator Mouse from The Tick. You know, my what? dude looks like the starter villain. Looks like from the tutorial stage. He looks like he's gonna fly into your windshield and get stuck. That's exactly what I was thinking too. But the funny thing is, dude, this guy, this guy, like when I was talking about, like you know, uh, meeting with Union Jack and Captain America, he's been whooped many times, so like a lot in the comics. Like it's bad. Like I don't have the count, but. Apparently, stating wise from like articles, he's been like defeated and resurrected as a vampire in the comic book history so many times. Like he's they like, whoop his ass, they deta- like decapitate like, him. You now use him for rookie heroes. Go if you whip his ass, you're you're initiated in for sure. And all mm-hmm. the kids are like, you know what? This would be no sweat. I heard about this guy already. This guy, bed and blood. Fuck him. Let me we let me take got, a swing at him. Like we got this covered. Kamala Khan and Miles show up. Be like, oh, this is training. Bet. But like, yeah, to yeah. even like state like one of his like that's. He was first defeated after being stabbed with a silver dagger in World War One, and then he was impaled on a silver stalagmite. To be specific, a stalagmite. Oh boy, that's the one. Yeah, those are the ones that push up, not down. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> so he got f- messed up, and then apparently later Namor had got him too, and I think he decapitated him. And then no, uh, Captain America decapitated him as well, using his shield to finish him off. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna when you're fighting Namor, that's mm. when you know you're bu- like Namor doesn't fuck around with anybody. And when you use Namor, it's because you're trying to propel something else in your book. So when you lose to Namor, I'm like, I'm like, oh man, you you are you're a fucking jabroni. God yeah. damn. You really are trying to climb up from Z tier, huh? He just wants to be included. I mean, like I'm... nobody writes Namor. So when you when you're that actually one. using him to beat this guy, it's like, oh god. Namor it's... belongs in two places. Versus the Fantastic Four and in the Illuminati, and that's it. 
You had it wrong. He he belongs versus the Fantastic Four and in Sue Richards. I'm done. Oh, I see how it is. I damn. <laughs> but that, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's the boy John Fallsworth or Baron Blood himself, the weird bottomless dookie vampire we have here. So. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Well, I guess that brings us all the way to full circle. I guess that brings us to me now, right? What's funny about all everything mentioned is that my dude here is practically all three of these guys rolled into one person. No, so he's a here's a pteranodon. Oh, no, you understand that as I talk about his power set, you'll see what I'm talking about. Oh, he boy. shares a, a common background with Count Berlin. There's a lot going on. A British aristocrat, also just much like much more like Baron Blood. There's lots of lots of things going on here. So let's begin. Mm. So everyone has a rogues gallery. You no, know, not Wolverine, not being an exception. You've heard of Sabretooth and Silver Samurai. Yeah. And even to a lesser extent, Lady Deathstrike, right? Yeah. Get ready for Bloodscream, formerly known as Bloodsport. Have you guys ever heard of this loser before? If I'm being honest, I like the Bloodsport name more. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Well, this winner was created by legendary Chris Claremont and John Pasima. No! Oh, yeah. He first appeared in Wolverine Volume 2, Number 4, with his equally loser-esque partner in crime, Roughhouse. One looks like a pimp in the 80s. The other one looks like he sells used cars. Look at them. Look at them. In, look at them. In the, look at the images. Look, look at them. Now, let's talk about Bloodscream. He was born an Englishman in the 16th century. He was a doctor's apprentice for his childhood education and then later became a naval surgeon for Sir Francis Drake between 1577 and 1580. In 1580, the surgeon is mortally wounded during attack on a Spanish fleet. Sir Drake takes the surgeon to a native indigenous shaman named Dagu who turns out to be a high-key necromancer and is only able to save this guy's life by turning him into a fucking vampiric-like being via a potion. Totes pissed Archie, that's at a low-tier new- necromancer. That's exactly. scrub-tier. Scrub-tier, right? Uh, well, I was just about to say, hang on, if that's high-key, what's low-key? I don't want to use low-key just because, well, apparently Sir Francis made this guy a big deal, so he was supposed to be high-key a necromancer. Yes. Uh, uh, totes pissed at his new condition. He demands the shaman reveal how to reverse the effects. To which the shaman tells him, no dice, but tells him, if you were to take the same ingredients and mix it with the blood of a man who does not age, that would work. Of course, this he kills the shaman, but not before how the shaman reveals that he could find this said immortal man on the battlefield. Fast forward to some time, this loser decides to join every war possible looking for this immortal man, so much so that he becomes a Nazi ass clown. He just joins every single war. Everything he could get his hands into. And he becomes uh, a Nazi. During the Battle of Normandy, for you history buffs, that would be June 6th to August 25th, 1944, he confronts, gets clapped, and folded, and stabbed, and left for dead by Logan, you know, that Wolverine guy, who was a corporal in the Canadian forces. Excellent. Go Uh, Canada. Years later, this loser would find his way to Madripoor, very not stabbed, nor dead, and teamed up with his equally loser-ish dude, known as Roughhouse, and worked as enforcers for this Vietnamese ex-general who was running some of Madripoor's underworld. He okay. would bump into Logan again, who was not then known as Patch for some time, who he noticed hadn't aged. So in his head, two plus two equals Logan's blood, and thus he and Roughhouse would tussle and waltz with Logan, Wolverine Patch, until they were no longer fun to write about. So much so that he, later on, he and Roughhouse ended up joining Hydra. And as we last saw Bloodscream, prepare yourselves, he was thanos by Ant-Man, who embiggened inside Bloodscream, pause, and wait, destroyed the wait. body. Wait, you need to hang on. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry. He got he got no. thanus. That's the word I thought I heard. Yeah. Okay. Ant Man mm. went up the booty hole, and we got rid of Blood Scream and ended a man's Bite. career. Got it. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Ant Man. That's painful, but yeah, yeah. Hmm. Now you're wondering what makes this loser a damn fear. I'll tell you. 
He's got super strength, speed, stamina, agility, and reflexes of, of undetermined levels because no one cared to write about it. He's got a healing factor as fast as Wolverine's for some reason. He has an extended lifespan, obviously. Limited shape-shifting. Amazing combat skills because as Blade has proven, all high-ranking vampires know martial arts. And of course, the ability to drain blood by touching skin with his hands. That is all. That's fucking stupid. No teeth required. No teeth required. Even though he looks and has the teeth featured, he does not actually bite anybody. He just caresses the skin. That's fucking weird. Stop touching people. That's, I don't like that. I don't like that sentence at all. Stop touching people, you absolute racist. If you're wondering why the name went from Blood Sport to Blood Scream. Oh, do tell. Okay. Well, his name Blood Scream comes from the fact that you scream when he touches you and drains your blood. Ladies and gentlemen. That's a whole, that's a whole pedophile. Do better. Listen, that sounds like NASA named him. He was blood sport for some reason before, but I guess finding blood wasn't very sporty of him, so he became blood scream, because I guess victims. Would probably disappear from continuity if I had a name like blood scream, because that's just fucking embarrassing. He has disappeared from continuity, for he has been blown up from the booty hole. I hate that. Booty blasted from continuity. Anyway. That's right. Fuck. In my personal headcanon for this character, Mm -hmm. the writers forgot his name, liked his image, renamed him, try it again. Uh Uh-huh. So much so that they went to rebrand this man by giving him a new form like Frieza. And if you can see it, he looks exactly like Violator. Because Spawn and Violator were popular at that time. Imagine that. Oh. He has such a big fucking mouth and that's not even how he drains your blood. That's so fucking stupid. There's actually a panel I shared there where he's actually draining blood by the touch, but it's going to his mouth. So he's draining blood by the hand, but it goes to his mouth. So why Are you he hearing this? I hate this. I hate his design. I hate everything about this. He deserved his death. We need Blade to end this because obviously Wolverine hasn't done it yet. Unsuspectedly, thank you, Ant-Man. You did the one thing we needed you to do. Thank you, Ant-Man. We thank for you for co- your service. That's Come, right, me, coming in in the that's, taint of time, huh? That's uh-huh. right. That's right. I don't like Gross. that. That's nasty. And so is Bloodscream. I had a good time, y'all. I had fun. We picked some losers today, man. There are so many shitty vampires out there. Just My so dude, many. doesn't he doesn't even have an origin anymore. They didn't even bother giving him a fucking actual name. They haven't even set his power, his power level. They haven't done anything with him. They're just like stuff. I can and tell you his power level ain't nine thousand over nine thousand, right? So like, oh, it's we, not. We good. <laughs> we good there. Oh, I brought a dinosaur. Well, yeah, I don't. I, I just don't brought know. a Nazi homophobe who got exactly what he deserved. <laughs> Ten minutes alone with Midnighter. Hot. Out of all our picks, the the only one who seems to be able to survive is Sauron. And that's <laughs> that's and that's a shame. And that <laughs> says something. Well, for mine, he he's technically apparently still alive. Bad. I think bad. Yeah, like. Or- because it, it apparently says that he's, like, formally resurrected. And I was like, huh? Why? <laughs> so Listen, man. Baron Blood's life cycle is a fucking putty from Power Rangers. I don't even accept it anymore. You know what? Fair enough. <laughs> I, I'll accept that. Every that, time he comes, I'm just waiting for him to make his MCU appearance. Stop oh, that. Can't wait for Bloodscream. I'll be waiting a long time for Bloodscream. Honestly, I'll be waiting until the Spawn movie comes out again. Because every single time they introduce Baron Blood, they'll be like, ah, yes, it's Baron Blood. Why are you wearing a new suit? Actually, we have, a, we have a better chance of meeting Bad and Blood than we do anybody else on this list right now. Yeah, True. probably. Shit. Unless Savage Lines gets introduced, but hey. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Please stay away from the Savage Lines. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the, the further the MCU stays away from the Savage Land, the better. Firmly. Watch Kevin Feige make an announcement, and then just, like, you see some weird hint about, like, Sauron in the oh, background. 
Although I hate to break it to you, but like the Savage Land is a, is a cradle of civilization. The the Celestials did drop the seed over there, and fucking the High Evolutionary always parks there because he does a lot of research there. So Wait, the Savage listen, Land is kind of important. Listen, I know you're right. <laughs> I know. I I'm aware. I'm doing mm-hmm. other research for other episodes, and I know. Okay. <laughs> but mm-hmm. that's I want the MCU to change that. Thanks. I would like to just not go to the Savage Land, thanks. Well, you don't want to see Moon Girl with Devil Dinosaur? You're not ready for this? They can exist in New York. Okay. But that's a whole separate episode, I think. Yeah. If you want to do an episode on the Savage Lands and why we hate it, drop a comment, message us on (laughs) one of our other social medias. Hey, Beastie, what are those? You'd have to follow us to find out, but it is on our Twitter at Crusade Nerd and Facebook and Instagram at Nerd Crusade. Before that, as well, you got to make sure you're following us on our YouTube channel here so you can catch every Wednesday's episodes. And you can also catch us streaming live on Thursdays and Mondays on twitch.tv slash Crusade. Um, we also have a Crusader chat on our Discord, so you can come check by and check the link tree in the bottom as well. And you can download any previous episodes or listen on your mobile device through anchor.fm or search Nerd Crusade on your favorite podcast app. Thanks for joining us. And until next time, fellow Crusaders. There's a Baron Blood, there's a Count Berlin, there's a Blood Scream, and we end we 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 top it off with a fucking Sauron? You know what? To be continued. Thanks for tuning in. If you like this video, go ahead and button mash a thumbs up. If you want to swing by when we have a new video, web up the sub button. Oh, and while you're at it, hit the bell to be notified by. Oh, oh!